Welcome to my new podcast, Simon She's podcast named Grit. And、uh, I believe this word, grit, means a lot to a lot of people. It's no matter how much talent you have, you need hard work, perseverance, determination to succeed at a, at a high level. And、uh, I have with me Yusuke. Yusuke, how are you doing? I'm good today, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. So, we both had a morning practice today. Yes, yes. We、uh, did. Today, we did、uh, as a team just a couple warm up, a 2000 swim set, and then relay, kind、mm-hmm. of some team bonding, and、uh, got ready for the, the next week. How, what, what did you do this、uh, morning? We had something a little more different. We had some more dry land based work at the beginning, and then. After that, just some good technique work, really getting a good feel of the water before we start ramping it up for the upcoming season. So、mm-hmm. it was nice. We,、uh, had, near the end, we did some 25 drills, kick, and DPS stuff、uh, mixed in with some land work, pull ups, and push ups just to mix it up for, for a change. Have, have some fun with it.、So. Okay, nice.、Yeah. Well, before we get into some of these questions, let's、uh, go over a little background about ourselves. So I'll start. My name is Simon Shi. I'm a senior at Virginia Tech. I swim breaststroke, IM, or the individual medley, all four strokes.、Uh, I study computer science currently, and I have 25 more credits left between the, my last two semesters. I went to high school at Northern Virginia in Leesburg, and、uh, I was actually born in Canada,、wow. in Montreal, Quebec. And、uh, when I was two years old, I moved down to Virginia, and that's where I grew up. And my parents are from China, so I kind of have the three country background yeah, really Canada, <laughs> US, and China.、Wow. And yeah, I actually visited China two weeks ago, so just got to see all my family. And、uh, swam at the Canadian Championship Nationals and,、uh, right before I went to China. That's fantastic. And、uh, different hobbies I like Rubik's Cube solving. He's got, got a whole bunch of them here. Right there, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a channel, a YouTube channel, that has 29,000 subscribers, and one of the videos、wow. got 13 million views. And I was pretty impressed. <laughs> That's <is> fantastic. <laughs> and I, I like to do a lot of activities as well. Like, if I see something that I want to learn,、mm-hmm. I go learn it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's a little about, about me. Fantastic. What about you?、Um, well, my name is Yusuke Lagarde.、Um, I am from Surrey、uh, in the United Kingdom.、Uh, I, sp- I swim、uh, sprint freestyle, generally in the 50 and the 100 regions.、Um, I am not a college student. I graduated from Duke University this past May, and I now swim here at Virginia Tech in the post grad、um, group. And so, that, so we train separately from the college kids.、Um, a little bit more about I went to Eton College in, in the United Kingdom. And so, yeah,、um, growing up, my, my father's English and my mother is Japanese. So I'm half there. And then I was born in the UK, but I lived in Japan for a couple years up until the age of around, I want to say six. And then I came back. To the、uh, UK, and I've lived,、um, lived there until college, where I eventually made the move to the US to come to college t- at Duke and spent my four years there. And now 
seeing uh, into the real world, I guess. So you were born in the United Kingdom? Yes, I was born there in 1996, and um, yeah, I definitely say I identify more as British since that's where I did most of my growing up. And uh, you went to elementary school, middle school, high school there as well? So I, I think I started school like the first two years in an international school in Tokyo. But outside of that, yes, I went to school in the United Kingdom. Oh, in Tokyo. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. So, you know, it's nice being able to speak two languages and have that Japanese side there. Wow. So, yeah. so and then how did you get into Duke? Did you contact different colleges? Like, What other colleges were you uh-huh. getting in touch with? Well, um, I, I always knew how to swim growing up. Um, I learned at a young age, but for me, I only swam like high school seasons, which in the UK is just the summer. Mm-hmm. So it was like two or three months. And I never really took swimming seriously. So it was around my, just going into my junior year of high school, one of the local clubs, uh, the coach comes down to watch a high school session and he invited me to come swim at his club. And that's when I decided to swim full time, like all year round. Junior year of high school. Yeah, going just just before my junior year. Yeah. So for in the U.S., juniors like seventeen years old, sixteen years old for some people. Is that yeah, about around the age? sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, that was about the age I uh, decided to take up swimming full time. Like I gave up playing soccer and mm-hmm. all the other sports soccer. that you play. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. soccer because you know it's normally football. Uh-huh. Just for your viewers. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so I was pretty late, and I wasn't too fast coming out of high school. So it was pretty hard to really have a conversation with any D1 colleges in the in the uh, U.S. But I knew I wanted to come to America just because it's a very unique place where you have high level of academics in hand with athletics at the same time. Um, and, you know, it's another adventure, another country. So I was pretty set in coming here into the con- to the U.S. And, you know, I talked to Duke, like... They really admired how good they were, both athletically and academically. And I was fortunate enough to be uh, able to walk onto the team, like get in, and they let me onto the team. So that was that was a lot of fun. So what what other colleges did you look into? I didn't really look into much else, honestly. Like I was pretty sold on Duke, honestly, yeah. an up and coming swimming program, as well as the fact that the academics for me was a huge attraction part. So when you first came to the U.S., you had to most likely swim yards, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was probably the first time you swam yards? Yes, that was the first time I swam yards. And How is that feeling? Just The pool really? is so much shorter. I, I mean, even in my senior year, there were some times when I had to remind myself, it was, just get used to it, because like, if you do a 200, for example, you're finally getting into stroke, and then you've got to turn all of a sudden. So that was kind of something to adjust to, the, but... Generally, people will say it's a good thing. You don't have to swim as much, is what they'll say. But I've always been a long-course swimmer myself, and I've preferred that. And it was some getting used to, but it's fun nonetheless. Uh-huh. You don't really think about it too much after a while. Yeah, It's just two and a half meters shorter. <laughs> I think that's the math behind it, at least. Yeah, when I was uh, at the Canada Nationals, mm-hmm. I, was, I came a week early to Canada, and they had short-course meters, long-course meters, but nothing like in the yards no yards and uh, <laughs> I just kind of miss swimming yards wow <laughs> but now I'm back no, now you're it's, back it's in the definitely usual. a different experience or a different different swimming approach when swimming yes. long course and uh, short course no I definitely agree with that it's like 
even if it's just short course meters to short course yards, you definitely feel there's a difference to that. Mm. And so that, but the biggest jump is obviously when you go from that short course yard situation to a long course pool and like swimming is a whole nother ball game in that respect. It's, you know, tactics change in a race and you have to adjust to that when necessary. You need more endurance, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the fun part about swimming, I guess. Different settings. All right, so I gotta ask you about your your college experience. <laughs> What's so going back to, for your four years at Duke? Mm-hmm. What was the most important lesson you learned? I know it's, there's a bunch of high school swimmers, college swimmers, freshmen mm-hmm. that look up to seniors or upperclassmen in college, and they want to know like any advice or mm-hmm. any uh, great lessons you took from your four years there's definitely some good lessons I've taken away from my four years in college Um, the one that springs to mind straight away is time management I went to boarding school in high school and it was you get some good independence there it kind of preps you up well but you know I was very much used to finishing my homework at the very last minute and just getting it done and like doing fine doing well in school but you kind of procrastinate very much like a lot and when you go into a college environment it's not the same as high school like yes homework is still due at a certain point and stuff but when you take on that athletic side it's a it's over 20 hours you're committing in the week if you include like going to the pool eating uh, recovery stuff going to see the trainer alongside your practice and showering too right getting dressed Right, it's not just the driving hour. there and walking to the the pool. Absolutely. So it's just not it's not just the twenty hours that you're putting in a practice. It's the whole, like the commute to some yeah. extent. and like those little commutes, like ten minutes to practice, ten minutes back, five minutes changing. Those times adds up. Like you have nine, ten practices Absolutely. a week. They definitely add up and add up. No, they add up, and you're completely right. And it's being able to manage your time effectively to get your homework done early enough so you can perform well and then decrease the stress in practices, but also get to bed early. Because as swimmers, we're having to get up pretty early for morning practices. And my freshman fall, I did not learn that lesson very well. And that was, I was staying up a lot, um, just not doing well in school as nearly as what I'm capable of. So it ended up with me withdrawing from a class because I was just not there with it. And I knew I could do better than that in the class, and it was just getting your homework done early and not procrastinating. And once I learned that lesson, I came back the next semester, got an A in that class, but, um, and then my swimming also took off as well. It was like, it was definitely an improvement there in that lifestyle. What year was that when you um, took off in swimming and you succeeded in that class? I mean, I, so I learned the lesson freshman fall I was seeing improvements through my freshman spring, but I think I really like took off to another level in swimming in that f- summer going into my sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what else? I think right now, before my graduation, mm-hmm. the one of my lessons is the same thing, time management. We're not just, uh, well, on paper, it, just looks like we're swimming, doing weightlifting, doing dryland workouts, yes. 20 hours a week. That's mm-hmm. the, the max for NCAA. 
And uh, even more if we're traveling for swim meets. Right. You're missing class Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you're just at that the other college or the other right. place for the whole day. So that's like more, way more than 20 hours. No, that's a great point. And uh, just going, going, just waking up, just prepping, going to practice, Absolutely. taking a shower, mm -hmm. chat in a locker room, getting dressed, walk back. And uh, also another important point I, I used was the support system yes. that we have. We have nutritionists, we have sports psychologists, academic advisor. Yes. And uh, I would meet with them maybe once a week, once a month. Yeah. And that also takes time. Get a meet with a nutritionist, figure out my body weight, my yep. body composition, sports psychologist to see how I can improve uh, mentally. Absolutely. So with all that, I think you just really just have to stop procrastination. Yeah, and you're totally right. Like we were just saying, like there's so much more outside of what the schedule shows. Like there's a lot yeah. more depth to it in terms of the commute and seeing the external people and the resources available to you. Yeah, so, yeah. just like a part-time or full-time job. Right. It, if you're a student, if you're a D1 student athlete, it is like having a close to a full-time occupation at the same. Yeah. So. With the schedule, swarm schedule, and all the classes. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. It's a lot. Very close, or maybe match the full time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, what's the favorite race of college season? Wow. Your college career. My favorite race. That you remember the most. I think mine is the. Uh, I think the two hundred IM my sophomore year, at ACCs, so okay. twenty eighteen. Because I just dropped two seconds, I went one forty seven, and oh, I just yeah, just very satisfied with yeah. that race. And I, I didn't make finals, but I think that's really I haven't dropped time in two hundred IM for a while, and mm -hmm. just getting that off my chest was very good for me. No, that's fantastic. Great to hear that. Yeah. Um, wow, favorite race. I think the one that sticks out to me right now is. Um, you know, going to Duke, you always have that rivalry down the road with UNC. Right. And <laughs> this past year, was I think it was my uh, final college dual meet. So it was my f final dual meet against, of all people, uh, UNC at their pool on their senior day. And going into that last relay, we had to, I think a win sealed it for us. And you're just so hyped to get up there and we've been them the past two years and you wanted to keep that train going end on a high note and we we won pretty comfortably honestly and I just remember that being such a fun moment sharing that with the entire team and that whole emotion of beating your rivals and stuff like that that's probably one of my favorite races in college wow nice yeah. and uh so you're after graduation Congratulations yes. on graduating. Thank you. <laughs> what's, what's your major? Oh, economics, yeah. Economics. So I uh, majored in economics with a finance specialization and then got a certificate in, uh, what was it, markets and management and um, decision science. Right. So, like, yeah. so what's, the, what's the next couple months looking like for you? Well, the next uh, year is looking uh, pretty much continue this training that I've started here in Blacksburg um, and try, you know, 
see what I can do on the uh, individual stage, on the Olympic stage, see if I you know, try to push for a spot on the Great Britain team. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's pretty much my main focus. I also uh, have a job just working from home for a simulation consulting firm. And so that's been really a, a lot of fun as well. It's good to have a hobby outside of swimming to take your mind off it and not right. be always in that zone. Uh -huh. So it's a pretty relaxing thing to have as well. So is that uh, your at-home job, is that full-time or is that part-time? That's full-time. So, so you're working 40 hours a week on that? Yeah. Wow. And doing a swim schedule? Yes. Okay, yes. that's good. Well, that's, it's always a good thing working from home, more yeah. flexibility. <laughs> a lot of flexibility, so I appreciate the trust that they've given me, that um, my company, the company I work for, Mosum Tech, so I'm very fortunate in that regard. Well, so well, what's going to happen after Tokyo, or <laughs> do you not know yet? Right now, the plan is once, once I'm done swimming, whenever that is, uh, it'll be, I'll probably move up to Washington, D.C., and then work from the office because we're based out of that area. Okay. So that's where it's looking at right now. So you don't think you'll move back to the United Kingdom? Not, not right now. Yeah. You want to stay and work at the, in the U.S.? Yes. yes. Yeah. What and, about yourself? Uh, so next couple graduate. months, a year, finish college swimming, mm -hmm. either February, March, yep. depending on if I make NCAAs. Mm -hmm. uh, then, uh, currently in the process of finding a job after graduation as well. So, I do. I'm not sure where I want to work at, but got to do some research. Absolutely. Uh, there's a couple career fairs coming up, so get my resume ready. Mm -hmm. Go talk to some companies, then uh, see if I get accepted, and uh, I think I'll just start working and. Uh, keep the YouTube as a, a side hobby mm -hmm. because I am making a, some extra side income. No, that's fantastic. That. Yeah, that's great. So in your time at Virginia Tech, what what's the biggest change for you? We've talked about, you know, lifestyle changes, the time management and asking, for, like being able to use your resources available to you. But outside of that, what is the biggest difference that you've seen coming from that high school swimming atmosphere to college uh, let me talk about two things the when I was in high school it, there wasn't really a team as, atmosphere I'd agree with that. for my club team and the high school team there was like some energy mm -hmm. but nothing compared to what we have here yeah definitely. in college we like very loud on the pool deck uh, at the end of dual meets that final relay everyone's yes. going nuts and the pool deck gets really insane Absolutely. insanely loud and uh just the team environment just how close we are mm -hmm. as a family to lift each other up during practice during meets and uh that's just instant one of the the things i i noticed and the other thing is just having to do all this time management mm -hmm. all the things by yourself because you don't have your parents no, telling you what to do and sometimes we abuse that time and we do other stuff some people play video games mm -hmm. procrastination happen do something else so i think we really have to be careful about what we do because no one's telling you what to do I agree with that. and uh last year i was struggling in the fall my junior year and uh 
because I, I just wasn't reaching out to people that, getting help. That's the biggest thing. And I yeah. started reaching out to coach, academic advisor, and uh, just having a plan mm-hmm. to get to pass my class and uh, be healthy. No, I, I definitely agree with that last point, no doubt. I think, you know, to some extent you see in society that, like, a lot of people have a lot of pride and they're not, they think that asking for help is a, asking for, is a bit of a weakness. It shows weakness. Or embarrassment. Right, yeah. embarrassment. And I've definitely fallen into that trap myself. And I think especially when you're a student athlete, the resources are there for a reason. You There is a reason why they give you like you have access to a sports psychologist, to an academic advisor, to a tutor, because they're all there to help you. And I think um, being being able to ask for help is actually one of the most underrated skills I think out there, especially in the workforce. Yeah. 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 Anything else? I think we're about time. We're at the twenty minute mark. Yeah. Anything definitely. else you want to talk about? I don't know. Biggest takeaway from college. Did that. Yes. Oh, when did you start? It's like swimming non-competitively. Competitively. Non-competitively. I definitely knew how to swim when I was younger. Around. Oh, goodness, maybe five or six. I want to uh, say. Wow. That's. So like, just I knew how to swim. I think it's a pretty good. It's an important skill to have, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like I said, uh, I took up com- swimming like full time, like competitive swimming, um, like going into my junior year of high school. I think I started at seven years old, and then competitively at eleven years old. Oh, that's great. So for when's when's the Great Britain's Olympic trials? Do they have one? Yeah, they do. It's in uh, it's in April, mid April. Mid April. So that's the you know that's a pretty that's marked on my calendar, I'd say. And uh, is it? It's like the U.S. top two in each event goes. So the qualifying standards aren't quite as clear-cut as that. I think there's um, times that you have to hit, and depending on the event, like uh, they may or may not take relays. I think it may be an accumulation part. I try not to focus too much on the results side. That's mm-hmm. something I've definitely learned in college swimming in my time, is that you know, I can get very mathematical, very logical, and suddenly become very results-oriented. And that's, that's just not healthy for you when you're trying to swim fast. Mm-hmm. You need to turn off your brain, essentially, and not think about the result and just let what you let the work show through. And so what I'm trying to do is, you know, not to well, not worry too much about the results and just, I've now in the last, you know, couple months really learned to just enjoy racing and yeah. just be in the moment. The process. Trust the process. Enjoy Trust. the process. Mm, exactly. It's just a process. Embrace the pain that you feel in those last 10 meters. Like, that's exactly what you work for. So, yeah. I just, every day I just try to come in, get better, and just enjoy the fact that I'm still able to swim at a, such a high level, you know? Just, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. So, I think we're about time. Thank you so much for coming by and chatting with me. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for watching this podcast. And, uh, Yeah, that's it. See you guys soon. Thank you.